0: Okay, so Joe Biden has finally decided to come out and defend his son, Hunter, that upstanding fine citizen that we all know and love, kicked out of the military for being a cokehead, bedding his dead brother's wife while being married to his own wife, and of course impregnating a stripper and then denying that he's the father. This is the sort of son that most fathers couldn't wait to go ahead and defend, but Joe Biden is one of a kind. And then again, so is Hunter. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Dury for National Preview Online, and welcome to another National Preview Online podcast. If you have not already done so, please subscribe to the show. You can do so by going to NP Online in either the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store, and you can subscribe. And the alternative, you can always download the Podbean app in either location. That's our hosting service. And you can subscribe through the Podbean app that way. In any way you do it, it's free. The big benefit of subscribing is that you will always be informed when a new episode is uploaded. Now, in typical broadcast fashion, you may wonder why there's a moment of pause between certain lines. Because... I am smoking a cigar. It was given to me by a friend. I don't smoke very often. I do so occasionally. Uh, So I'm doing so today. And so I'm going to have to puff the cigar, being that it's a good cigar. I'm going to have to puff it periodically, uh, just enough to keep it lit. George Burns, the comedian, who many of you may be too young to remember, famously smoked a cigar through his act. Because of that,
1: Joe Bur- uh,
0: George Burns always smoked a cheap, inexpensive cigar, not because he couldn't afford them, because cheaper cigars have a greater preponderance of paper. Real quality cigars are made exclusively from tobacco, and so they have to be puffed with a certain degree of frequency in order to keep them burning evenly and flavorfully. A paper cigar, once you light it, much like a cigarette, can be allowed to simply burn and it won't go out. So he wanted a cigar that would stay lit throughout his entire act, that was part of his stick. So I don't have that luxury. I'm smoking a quality cigar, so I will be stopping periodically to puff, and so I just wanted you to know that, not to think that I was trying to do anything to bore
1: you, Okay.
0: So Joe is going to go on Stephen Colbert, I did a Stephen Colbert interview with his wife. I think it airs tonight, where he defends um, his son Hunter and saying he has to work with people. But he, you know, his hun- Hunter is the smartest man he knows, uh, and uh, if he's good with it, I'm good with it. Uh, it's pretty amusing when you consider Hunter couldn't get a job anywhere doing anything because he's not qualified for anything. The only jobs he has gotten has resulted in his being highly overpaid since he knows nothing, and he only got them because his father leveraged the positions for him. So good luck with that, Joe. Um, We'll see how that works out. There have been people that have been calling for a special prosecutor to investigate Hunter Biden. Right now, the U.S. attorney in Delaware is investigating him. But I'm sure you all know that when a new president comes in, should Joe Biden become the president, U.S. attorneys are all fired because they supposedly have their loyalty to the previous president. So they're all fired and new prosecutors have put it, prosecutors that the um, sitting president can trust. Once that's done, Hunter's case will go by the wayside. So some Republicans are challenging Joe Biden to let that prosecutor remain. Now, even if the prosecutor remains, the prosecutor is going to want to keep his job, so he'll probably not find what he otherwise would have found. Rand Paul is one of those uh, senators. Now, Rand Paul is a very principled man. He doesn't want a special prosecutor because he just doesn't like special prosecutors as a general rule, and neither do I. They wind up having almost unfettered power and don't seem to be controlled by anyone. Uh, But in this particular case... Because it involves the president's son, and he may exert undue influence uh, on the case, should Joe Biden become president, Uh, and there are substantial allegations which implicate Joe Biden himself by way of the kickbacks, it might not be inappropriate to have a special prosecutor. After all, they come up with a special prosecutor to investigate President Trump, and the man hadn't done anything. Here, we have a lot of things that were done. But that's not the big, big play today. That was just a minor tidbit to get the story started. I never like to start the show with the main topic of the show, because if I do, you may not listen to the whole podcast. And I want you to listen to the whole thing, because I have a lot I want to tell you. So, the big issue we keep coming back to that nobody wants to talk about is this voter fraud. And the mainstream media thinks that if they can just continue to say, nothing to see here, no fraud, nothing to see here, no fraud, From now until January 20th, hopefully the day that Joe Biden is sworn in, as far as they're concerned, uh, that will be the end of it. And then it won't make a difference if they find any fraud, because after that time, Joe Biden will be the president. And the only way to get rid of him will be to impeach him. And uh, that's not going to happen. So they say that's fine. But just saying that there's no fraud doesn't make it so. And every time I turn around, there's new evidence of fraud, and nobody wants to acknowledge that it's evidence. For instance, we have here um, a Trump attorney by the name of James Troupas. He's a lead attorney for the Trump's campaign in Wisconsin. Trump has a lot of legal teams working uh, in each state, so they can specifically target. There are some uh, people on the team that are coordinating all this and working in all the states but some are just working in certain states. So James Troopas is the lead attorney for Trump in the state of Wisconsin. Now, puffing. In the state of Wisconsin, the margin of victory for Joe Biden currently stands at around 20,000 votes. But Mr. Troopas states that his team has evidence that around 200,000 votes were illegally counted. Some came from voters who claimed they were unable to go to the polls, saying they were indefinitely confined. Now, this is important because the state of Wisconsin does not allow for early voting. And they do allow for um, absentee ballots, but you have to prove a reason why you need an absentee ballot and why you can't go to the polls. And if you do ask for an absentee ballot, certain identification requirements are required to make sure that the votes are legitimate votes. Now, among the people who have claimed this status, according to this article, is one of the electors for Joe Biden who said, I can't get to the polls. Well, he had to go someplace to cast his electoral vote. If he could get there, it seems he should have been able to get to the polls. They also have people on this list who went to protests people who had w- had weddings that they went to people who had gone on vacations and they all claimed the status that they can't get to the poll and they were able to vote without identification. Now they have explicitly identified 28,395 such people. They have tw- meaning they have 28,395 names of people. They can prove who voted by this, uh, artifice, Uh, if you want to call it that, and yet had no right to do so. Now, I'll guarantee you that if 28,395 people voted that way, if everything else that we've seen so far holds true, probably 28,300 of them all voted for Joe Biden. So if those votes were just wiped out, Joe Biden loses the state of Wisconsin. And it's 10 electoral votes. Again, he repeats, under Wisconsin law, voting in advance is not legal. But in one city, they were accepting ballots at least five weeks in advance. That would be the city of Madison, Wisconsin. What did they do? They created a system whereby people could arrive at a park, hand in their ballots in envelopes five weeks before the elections. They also created boxes with no controls at all, just boxes on corners that you could throw the ballot in. No attempt at all. The statutes in Wisconsin explicitly say there are only two ways to submit an absentee ballot, either in person or delivery to the clerk's office. That's it. Nothing else is allowed. They identified 17,000 ballots that were illegally cast this way, and he says there's likely more since the election officials mixed all the ballots together uh, afterwards, so it's making it very difficult to detect. There are other categories, besides the two I've just mentioned, which the article does not go into, which may have as many as 170,000 other ballots submitted without any application at all. But the bottom line is we have 17,000 ballots cast with these uh, boxes and in a park, and we have another 28,395 people explicitly identified. In other words, more than enough fraudulent ballots that if they were disallowed, would hand the state of Wisconsin to Donald Trump. But again, the media is telling you there's no fraud. There is just no fraud. Don't you understand? There's no fraud here. But yet we're to believe that in the face of all this, that uh, Joe Biden won a legitimate election. Now, Joe Biden never left his basement. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. He never left his basement to campaign. The media carried the water for him. Do you have any idea what they're expecting you to believe here? He received over 80 million votes, they're telling you. That's more than Barack Obama ever received. That's more than Hillary Clinton ever received. In fact, it's more than any president in the history of this country ever received, including Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan won 49 out of 50 states. The only thing he lost was the District of Columbia and Minnesota. And the only reason he lost Minnesota is because his opponent, Walter Mondale, came from there. Joe, Joe Biden showed up in Georgia the other day to campaign for that lunatic Senator Warnock. I told you this um, in yesterday's podcast. Fifteen people showed up. This is for the victorious, conquering hero that got 80 million votes and 15 people show up. Trump, supposedly the loser, shows up anywhere with moments with uh, 10 minutes notice on a Twitter tweet and 50,000 people show up. You tell me that Joe Biden won. I'm not buying it.
1: But there's a bigger picture here. And everybody, everybody
0: keeps missing it. Only Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin is investigating this in the Senate. And Rand Paul, who I said before, one of the more principled senators, one of the more principled politicians in this country, says that there's fraud. He knows there's fraud and it's got to be dealt with. But so many people, including some of our talk show hosts that know better, are saying, "Don't worry, the pendulum always swings back. That there's cycles to these things." Uh, I was listening the other uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, as I was driving home to Sean Hannity's show. I, I do a lot of driving, and I I like to listen to the radio while I'm driving. I like listening to talk radio. I get a lot of information from talk radio, uh, and I like just like people who can broadcast on the air. And he was trying to console one caller that he had. And this caller was very upset about what the future holds. And Sean Hattie was trying to explain to him, look, I've been around a long time, I've been doing this a long time, and these things go in cycles. And don't worry, you know, eventually we'll get back in power again and we'll fix a lot of these things. Um, I couldn't disagree more with that assessment. It's true to a certain degree that in the past... There have been cycles to these things. Democrats come and go. Republicans come and go. And each one gets in and tries to undo what the person who did before him did. And then it goes back and forth and back and forth.
1: I get it. I know what happens.
0: We had Ronald Reagan, who came in on the heels of Jimmy Carter. Great, successful president, as evidenced by his 49-state victory in 1984 two terms. He was so good that people voted for his vice president thinking they would get a third Reagan term. They didn't. So after 12 years of Republican administration, we got Bill Clinton for two terms. And then we got George W. Bush. And then we got Barack Obama. And now we got Donald Trump and so forth and so on. But here's the problem. The only reason those things happened the way they happened is because we had elections that we could more or less rely on. Yes, look, there's always been a certain amount of fraud and corruption in any election. That's the nature of politics. Politics is a dirty business. But while there has been some fraud, we really almost never have had fraud on a national scale like we've seen here that could result in being outcome determinative. Other than the 1960 presidential election, much was made of that election. Only about 117,000 popular votes separated Uh, Kennedy from Nixon, and Kennedy only won 22 states, whereas Nixon won 26. There was some issues about the city of Chicago, where uh, there was actually money being paid. There was films of the Kennedy people handing out money in the city of Chicago to buy votes so that he could carry the state of Illinois, which had 20, 20 votes, electoral votes. So we've had allegations of fraud before. Uh, But that wasn't fraud to the extent where the the people in the polls were alleged to have been counting ballots that didn't exist or manufacturing ballots. It was people being bribed before they went into the polls. And for the good of the country, because we've never seen anything like that before, Richard Nixon didn't contest the election. He let it go for for the good of the country. Kennedy went on to be assassinated, and then we got stuck with Johnson wrecked his presidency over the Vietnam War. But what we have going on here is different. As I said, 1960, we had
1: bribes being paid. Here we have massive
0: amounts of mail-in ballots, no signature verifications, computer software used to count votes with the voting machines themselves hooked up to the Internet, allowing for the votes to be viewed in real time as they were cast, so that people could make arrangements to halt the counting and manufacture ballots, as was done in five states, all at the same time, and all with the same percentage of the votes counted, but no evidence of fraud, nothing to see here. Ballot harvesting, ballot drop boxes, not within the purview of the post office. We have over 1,000 sworn affidavits from witnesses of voter fraud. We have videotape evidence of ballots being removed from suitcases and counted in the state of Georgia, in Atlanta, after all but four people were sent home, ostensibly because of a broken water pipe, for which no plumber was called, no record of it. All the press went home, and all of a sudden these suitcases came out and thousands, hundred thousand votes counted. The Democrats stole this election, make no mistake about that, and don't think for one minute that now that they have done so, that they will conduct future elections on the up-and-up so as to reinforce the lie that there was no fraud. Democrats have been wanting to do away with elections for a long time, as other people have noted. But they realize they just can't do away with elections. So what's the next best thing? Make the elections moot. We'll have the elections. We'll just make sure we know what the outcome is before. This way we don't have to worry. You see, and that is the thing... That allowed the cycle that Sean Hannity and others uh, who have referenced the same thing to happen. Yes, there were cycles because the elections could be trusted to a, a large degree. The elections could be trusted. It allowed for the will of the people to be expressed through the power of the vote, which is the only power we have short of revolution. Think about it. How else
1: has change ever been affected in this society? Ask yourself. In almost any society,
0: it's either been affected by the vote, which is the civilized way, or it's been affected by bloodshed. This country was born in bloodshed. It was born in revolution. Votes were cast over the issue of slavery. Supreme Court decisions
1: were made. Couldn't save it. Country went
0: to war. War was needed to stop the secession. Now we have an election stolen because powers that be could not accept for four years that an outsider named Donald Trump simply outworked everybody and was elected president lawfully. They talk about how he stole the 2016 election. He didn't steal anything. There's been no evidence ever produced that Donald Trump stole anything or that was any fraud. In fact, I would say that if there was fraud in the 2016 election. It was the fraud in people trying to find votes when they stopped counting in certain places and the, no more states were being called because they couldn't get over the fact that they were losing. They never anticipated this because they bought their own bullshit. They bought their own fake polls in 2016. So they weren't prepared for Donald Trump. This time they were. They knew what he could do. In fact, in I would say record-setting fashion, he increased... The number of votes he got this year in 2020 by 12 million over what he received in 2016. That is phenomenal. Nobody's increased like that. The great Barack Obama, the one everybody loved, got three and a half million less votes when he was reelected than he got when he was originally elected in 2008. This man increased his count by 12 million, and we're to believe that this senile old bastard who's got his hand in everyone's pocket, picking it, got 80 million votes. If you believe that, I've got oceanfront property in Arizona and have a few nice bridges here with limited wear in New York City that I'd like to sell you. It just doesn't happen. So it keeps coming back to these same two things. And that's why I like doing this podcast, because nobody else is going to tell you this and talk about this. If we know there's only two ways to change things, through the vote, pressuring our politicians, or through bloodshed. And the Democrats are so power-hungry that they have now effectively removed from you the only reasonable, civilized way of effecting change and having your voices heard. You tell me what other alternative is left to you.
1: Well... There are two. One alternative
0: is you just suck it up, grin and bear it, and face the fact that you're never going to win an election again. And that slowly, but surely, and maybe not slowly, but over time, everything you hold near and dear about America, everything that made America America the exceptional uh, country that it is, is going to be dismantled until it becomes no different than any other socialist European country which is on the downslide as Europe has been suffering from a shrinking population and shrinking influence in the world as China is on the rise. That's what the future holds. So that's your one choice to do nothing just let it go. Your other choice is the other method by which change is affected. You have to rise up. Now I'm not advocating that people rise up, I'm just presenting to you in clinical fashion, as a history professor might, how change has been affected in this country and in other countries through the peaceful vote or through the less than peaceful process of revolution and bloodshed and civil war. I really don't think that the Democrats have thought this through. I don't think they realize what they're doing here. Now, typically... The conservative side doesn't go and raise hell when they lose uh, an election or when something is done to them like these Antifa pieces of crap do, running around beating up people, cowards that they are, ganging up on people, macing people, burning businesses, burglarizing businesses, Black Lives Matter. The organization, not the sentiment, uh, controlled by white liberal communists using the movement as a front uh, pirating the original mission of the movement and using it for their own nefarious ends, they do this all the time. They think they can do it to they can just, you know, defecate all over us, and we'll just sit and, and grin and bear it. I think there's a point at which you push people that they no longer sit silent. You know, people go to court. They go to court to get resolution. Have problems. They're wronged. Somebody smashes into your car, you go to court. Somebody wrongs you, you go to court. And you rely on a reasonable judge and a reasonable jury to give you justice. And you know you can't always win. But when you know you're going in against a stack decked, when somebody tells you, eh, we know you got wronged, but screw you, we're not going to give it to you. It starts to fester in people. They start to wind up saying, you know, how much can I take? Am I just supposed to sit here like a schmuck and have my life dismantled? Look what's going on here in New York. I was listening to an interview of a woman who represents restaurant owners in New York. They had a big meeting, CDC, Cuomo and everybody. and They talked about the transmission of this great COVID-19 virus that has a less than 1% death rate that everybody is hawking as a pandemic when it's a bunch of crap. He got 290,000 people dead. About 115 million people in America have been infected by it. That's less than 1% death rate. And of the 290,000, 94% were already sick. Only 16,000 otherwise healthy people have contracted COVID-19 and died from it. It does not justify the sort of extreme action that we have here. And now we have the idiot Fauci telling us that he's not going to visit his children, and you shouldn't either. For the holidays. You should stay home and not visit anyone. So they're having this meeting and they're talking about transmission. And guess what they said? 74% of all the transmissions are the result of in home gatherings. I don't think 2% were the result of being in restaurants. Yet they closed down restaurants. And I guess they did that because it's the only thing they could close down. They didn't have the goal yet to tell you you couldn't have people in your home. It kind of reminds me of the uh, friends I had, the New York City Police Department, who used to tell me, you know, the big bosses didn't have the the chutzpah in the old days to actually enforce the law against the citizenry. So what they did was they flexed their administrative muscles on the only people they could... Browbeat without fear of reprisal. The cops themselves. The police department was more interested in policing itself than it was in policing the public. Same thing is probably going on here. Now they're going to put restaurant owners out of business. All these people being driven to the brink where they have no choice.
1: Starve. Knuckle under. Or fight back.
0: I'm willing to believe that 73 million people who voted for Donald Trump and believe the election was stolen from them. Many of whom lived in states that had been forgotten, had their lives taken away from them, by regulation from the previous administration of the energy industry, and more, who've got their lives back, who've seen prosperity return, only to have it taken away from them again, are resenting the fact that this election was stolen. And I don't think they're going to sit idly by. And I think it's time that the rest of the Republicans in the party, at both the national and the local level, better realize this. They better realize this is not a game. And they can't simply take the opinion as a cycle, like Sean Hannity said. And I like Sean Hannity. I just have to part company with him on
1: this issue. There's going to be no cycle. If there's
0: no free and fair election, there's no cycle. They can't wait. The Director of National Intelligence... Said yesterday that there's evidence of massive foreign interference in this election. Now, Donald Trump wrote that executive order I told you about in September of 2018 that required a report be furnished 45 days after the election. That's tomorrow. The report's not going to be there. They're saying it's not going to be ready on time. It's not going to be ready till January. That doesn't change the effect of Trump's order. If that evidence is presented, he can seize almost anything he wants. He can seize assets. He can seize voting machines. He can do almost anything. That was the whole reason why all these state legislatures were sending duplicate electors to keep the process alive. And I do believe there's going to be a substantial effort made in January when these electoral votes are counted to try and change some of this, because in the intervening weeks, more and more evidence is supposed to come out if we're to believe what Sidney Powell and others are saying. They just can't afford to let this go. And it's not sour grapes. It's not uh, undermining democracy by pursuing procedures that are prescribed in the Constitution that governs this democracy. And it's not a true... Democracy, nobody is a true democracy in the world. We don't each vote on every issue. We are a representative democracy. We are a republic. And as such, we have to have a system that accords not only significant weight to the vote of each citizen, but we have to have a system that accords a certain weight to each state as a sovereign entity in this union. And the Electoral College does that brilliantly, and beautifully. That procedure is in there for a reason, for reasons like this. And I'll say this much. If the Republicans try, try and get Donald Trump to stay by doing what they are constitutionally mandated to do, by doing their duty, and they fail, I'll understand. I'll understand that they
1: failed. And so will the other 73
0: million people that voted for Donald Trump. But they won't understand if they don't even try. If they don't even try, they've slit their own throat.
1: In my opinion, the Republicans should try. And anyone that doesn't should be outed. And when that
0: happens, the Republican Party will have proven itself impotent and not capable Of making the good fight and then i think if that's the case and joe biden becomes president the only hope is that we form a third party and try and take the country back by force at the local level we can only hope that at these local local elections maybe the fraud won't be there maybe there won't be the incentive to try and do the sort of massive fraud maybe it'd be too difficult because too much of a local microscope will be focused on those local elections to allow people to get away with it that's all we can hope for It's either that or they're going to push the country towards civil war, because people just aren't going to take it anymore. I mean, the hypocrisy here is beyond the pale. You have this guy, Eric Swalwell. And you know something? I just found out more about Eric Swalwell. You know, I wasn't 100% sure of the timeline. You know, he was elected to Congress in 2014, I believe. And we know that that Chinese spy raised money for him. But did you know he was briefed? In 2015, by the FBI, that this woman he was having um, pillow talk with was a Chinese spy. He knew he was compromised by the Chinese government one year before Donald Trump was elected. And yet, he's one of the principal people running around on every TV show that would have him talking about how Donald Trump is an agent of Russia. The man who's compromised by the Chinese government is calling the
1: president of the United States a Russian agent when there's been not a shred of evidence to prove it. These same people, this same party, has stolen your election. Nancy Pelosi,
0: the Speaker of the House and titular head of that party, for lack of a better word, is running around telling you the president is unfit, the job is too big for him, this same old bitch put Eric Swalwell on the Intelligence Committee and she knows that he's been compromised by a Chinese spy. Doesn't take him off it. Doesn't remove it. So my point in today's show, ladies and gentlemen, is that I don't know what the future holds, but I do think there's a very real possibility that violence is going to descend upon the United States or large segments of it, if Joe Biden is installed as president. And for the first time, it's not going to be because of radical leftists taking up arms and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. It's going to be because honest people are just tired of being played for fools. Honest people who want what is now clearly demonstrated to be a fetid, putrid swamp to be drained are going to wind up
1: draining it themselves because the one man who represented them they've wanted to
0: get out so badly that they have defecated upon the sanctity of the electoral process of this country manufactured votes changed laws flouted laws and the guardians of the law the court systems have been totally compromised And the final arbiter of all disputes, an institution that was once hallowed, an occupation that was once listed on the list of occupations, what is the most prestigious position in the country on a scale of one to a hundred? The highest score you could get was a hundred. Nobody got a hundred. With a score of 98, this was a chart that I read when I was a lad in school, the most respected position you could possibly have in the
1: United States was that of a Supreme Court justice.
0: You think that position would score that well today in light of the cowardice displayed by the court? Not because they didn't have the courage to render the correct decision. Because they didn't even have the courage to make a decision. They just punted it. And I predict that just as President Andrew Jackson, in years gone by, told the Supreme Court, you made your decision, now you go enforce it. You may very well find that if Donald Trump gets elected by this constitutional process, and people go to the Supreme Court and try and challenge that process and get him ousted, and the Supreme Court, for whatever reason, decides to take it up, including the three justices he put on the court, and fought like hell to get on the court, say that it's wrong and he has to leave. I don't think Donald Trump, or any man in his position, or woman for that matter, would be unjustified in saying, you've made your decision, now you go enforce it. As for me, I've got work to do on behalf of the American people as President of the United States. For National Preview Online, I'm Jamie Dury.